millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast where I, an author, sit down with my ex-cop dad, that's him right there, he's waving, you can't see it, and we talk about pretty much anything we want because every Tuesday we do the true crime stuff and every Friday we let off some steam. Now, there have been several allusions, dad, over the past few episodes to, to birds. In fact, astute listeners will, typically speaking, be able to hear the distinct call of the rainbow lorikeet whenever dad is talking and that's because there are just a lot of rainbow lorikeets around and I said to dad hey what's with the birds and he went off I mean dad you cut sick on this I don't want to spoil anything but today we're going to talk about what I would argue is a very very specific phenomena and that is the crazy person who lives above or near you who feeds birds and Mm. creates a creates a whole thing um i believe on loose units in the past we have talked about the fact that tegan and i used to have a bird guy who lived upstairs and he fed pigeons and i lost it at this guy threatened to call the cops he came into our property and was cutting out plants he would like it was a he built a giant series of um wooden hutches all through his apartment and actually like let them into the apartment and he was that's dangerous yeah, but you don't have a pigeon problem, you have a lorikeet problem, and I would like you to regale myself and the listeners with the specifics from the top, please. Okay, so I'd like to preface this story mm-hmm. by saying that, well, firstly, prior to prefacing the story, I'd like to say, Paul, to you and the listeners, that I find loose ends yeah. therapeutic, uh-huh. calming, I won't be calm at the end of this particular episode... <laughs> But I also find it therapeutic. Did I say therapeutic? You did. Now you've said it about four times. Okay, but listen, it's so good to be able to talk freely and loosely. With impunity, yeah. Relative impunity. Uh, To my knowledge, we have no legal cases standing at the moment, which is good to know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yeah. But back to my preface... (laughs) The first preface is that I actually love, I love lorikeets. And my father passed away last year and I have got video footage of him just prior to passing away on their balcony feeding a lorikeet, okay, which I've kept. It's, it's nice footage. And birds are beautiful. I'll say birds are beautiful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, nothing. 
Dad, the problem with this podcast is sometimes you'll smile. I am which smiling. Is, which is fucking useless because it's an audio format. If you wish to convey any mirth, you need to make a sound, please. Sometimes the absence of words speaks volumes. It doesn't on a podcast, Dad. True. Good point. Um, so, yes. about the lady. Yes. She, she's annoying. And she has been annoying for the last, in fairness to her, since the day we moved in, which is three years. Pre-birds though, right? No, kind of. There's a lady above her that uh, told us, and she's a lovely lady, she really likes us, so I can put this on the record, is that for some time she told us she was involved in sales and she's since retired. We have since found out through various sources, because this is a fairly colourful area, is that she actually was the madam of a brothel. And boy, oh boy. Well, then she's, wor- she's, well, then she's used to working with birds. True. Uh, yeah. That was funny. Um, <laughs> I love the Vulcan response. That was funny. But Paul. Yep. I, what she doesn't know about the underworld in Sydney is not worth knowing. But I'm, I'm trying to sort of, on a side note... I'd love to sit down with her and just get her to spill the beans, so to speak. Now, she, who lives above this particular woman, she's on the top floor, Mm -hmm. she does feed the birds. But whenever you look up there, there are only three or four birds. Just to be clear, just just to be clear, you've got the woman upstairs who you get along with, and then you've got the one who feeds the birds. Which one was the madam of the brothel? The one at the top. And then directly beneath her is the woman we're going to talk about today. Beneath her is the woman that, for the last few years, all night seems to drag big pieces of iron across her floor. I have gone up many, many times and banged on her door. Well, knocked politely at first. And I don't know what's going on in her apartment, but it is so weird, things happening in there. I'm even contemplating getting a drone with a camera and learning to fly and then taking the drone up to her level, but off, obviously sort of set away, and just see what's going on, because it's there's weird stuff happening. I think she might be OCD, and she just has a compulsion to move things around. Have you ever had a neighbour like that? Uh, uh, you. I've never been your neighbour. No, but you are compulsive. You move furniture, you arrange things. I've seen you use almost a set square to make sure that things are lined up. Not that you do it... You wouldn't do it during those hours, but that's you. Yes, but I've even been tempted of late with our Persian rug in relation to the TV to use a a tape measure. Yeah. But I I haven't crossed that line yet. No, why would you? And I know that one day this week I did vacuum three times. Yeah, you you got some stuff going on. Anyway, it's not about you, it's about her. But Paul... Mm-hmm. I yeah. am very quiet with what I do. I'm considerate. This particular person is, she's, I would, look, she's just, she's annoying and oblivious, perhaps, to what's happening. So in the last few months, she's decided to start feeding the birds. Okay. It's so bad now. And I I need to punctuate the story with a fact. Here's a fact for everyone that'll help them understand the gravity of this situation. 
people that are walking up and down our street, and you know the street, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's a gateway to the magnificent park and harbour, so there's a lot of pedestrian traffic. We also have the mounted police coming up and down. People now, particularly parents with children, stop and look up and gaze in wonderment at the cacophony of bird sound and the, from their perspective, magnificent vista of a plethora of these fucking lorikeets. And I'm talking, how many lorikeets can you fit on a balcony? An incredible number. There are so many lorikeets. As I said, people are stopping in wonderment. It's becoming a bit of a a thing to stop and look at these fucking birds. They stop, might I say, right outside our place. It's becoming one of those things where it's going to continue to... Escalate? Escalate. I'll tell you how bad it is, listeners. Christine and I have an opportunity uh, to purchase this property. The landlord, who has never, ever sold one of his multitude of properties, he, he's, he's approached us and said, would you like to buy the apartment? And believe you me, we love this apartment. We love the area. The area is second to none. We've got mm. off-street parking. Yeah. But we're probably going to turn him down now as a result of the bird woman because it's... It's a situation that is escalating. Have you con- uh, have you not gone to him and s- just talked through the problem? We're, we're, and said- we'll, we'll come to all that. Yeah. So the birds. How, aside from the incredible noise, which that's mm. cool. I mean, but she, this woman, I'm going to demonstrate now. And this really... And you know how Christine is a very tolerant person? Would you agree, Paul? Mum's very patient. Very patient. She's very, very calm. She's super tolerant. But this particular woman, and I'm going to mimic her bird call. You ready for this? No, she calls the fucking birds. But here is how she does it. I'm going to... I'm just preparing myself. I need to get into the groove here. I'm going to demonstrate what she says. Now, bearing in mind, she has a minimum of two bird feeding sessions per day. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of working its way into three now. And this is what she says. Hello. 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 Can you believe it? That's pretty gross. Now, we're sitting in our place, two apartments below, listening to this idiot. And because I'm now sensitized... <laughs> And it's affecting Christine too. Christine is literally wanting to throw things, which is not like her at all. It's getting that bad. What time does this happen at, by the way? Well, the first bird call starts at around about 7am. Okay. Second bird call, 1.30, 2pm. And unfortunately, occasionally, I'm here. So I have to listen. And it becomes a crescendo. So, okay. How bad is it? Christine and I walked onto our balcony a few days ago. It was raining. Maybe snowing is a better term because snowing is a little bit sort of slower, one might say, than 
rain pelting down. It was snowing bird feces. It was literally cascading down and hitting all our plants. And the plants off our balcony, when the bird shit hits some of the leaves, it's like landing on a trampoline. You go down, but then you spring up. Because the leaves are springy, the shit hits the leaf, bends down, and some of the shit then sort of is... Fuck. (laughs) See, I'm losing it. No, no, it's like it's spring-loaded, and then it then ejects the fecal matter... Onto yeah. our little balcony. I just I need to partly reject your premise because what you're saying is it would imply that the bowel movements of all the birds are completely synchronized, right? For it actually to be coming down at the same time. No, not the same time. Be, Paul, snow r- doesn't come this, down in one bucket. You know what I mean? Like it, it roughly cascades. the same. No, yes, I'm just, saying. But... Paul, you know the um, you know the National Gallery of Victoria. When you Do go I? up the front, you've got the beautiful water feature on the glass. Mm-hmm. It's not dissimilar to that. It is dissimilar to that because that's a constant stream that runs around the <laughs> clock. You are exaggerating. What you're saying is sometimes they shit. It's not no, raining no. shit in slow motion. Paul, these birds are clearly being overfed. And so birds, is, uh, Paul, birds shit a lot. Look at the world's... Um, one of the main ways of getting fertiliser are, are these islands that are covered in faecal matter. Yeah. And that's where they get the fertilizer. So these birds are shitting a lot. I don't think they have literally I don't think they've got bowel control. I think it just they eat and it just comes straight out. Okay. So it's pretty bad. But that's not the worst part of the story. So there's the shitting, there's the crowd in looking at in wonderment. Yes, they're looking in wonderment because they don't fucking live here. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 
But here's a sad part of the story, and this is quite a serious part of the story. There's a car parked beneath that is covered, and I will send you a photo. And then you can see, if I'm exaggerating, the car... Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what um, bird shit does to to Cardiaco? Is there acid? It's acidic, right? It eats Highly. the pain away, doesn't it? Yeah. Highly. That's why it's so good with with as a fertilizer. Yeah. Okay. It has incredible properties. Mm-hmm. One of them is a corrosive property that will eat through your fucking car's duco. Right. I don't know if duco is a word that's used anymore. I don't know what duco is. Well, I think it used to be a, a brand name of some paint. But okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, so I actually went down and photographed the car. It is so bad. So you're at the stage now where you're running out to um, take photographs of things for evidence later on. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And here, here's a fun fact, listeners. The prior tenant that had that car spot mm. who tried in vain to get something to fucking happen, he has now, he left. He's gone. Because of this. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind that his car, that was a magnificent, beautiful Mini, like really great Cooper S, he was only getting the odd shit from the the ex-madam above. And that was not that much. It was tolerable. But he, he couldn't tolerate it, nor could I if that was my spot and I had fucking bird shit on it. You know how rare it is for, for a, to get hit with a bird? With bird poop, Paul, you're walking along and you know you might be, or you might be at a restaurant and and a, a, a bird shits on you and people sadly go, oh, oh, that's supposed to be good luck. Have you ever heard that? Yes. But that's kind of making up for the awkwardness and embarrassment and quite frankly the disgusting shit that's on your body or your suit or whatever. Mm. So, but this is, look, I would, I would. So anyway, look, so that guy left, but then the lady underneath has sort of overtaken and gone completely ballistic. And a few nights ago, I went out to put the rubbish and I found this weird thing on the ground beneath her balcony, which is about three floors up. So it had come down and was near the car that's covered in fecal matter. And it was like a compressed seed paddle pop stick with a hook on it. So I thought to myself, at least she's giving the birds what appears to be the correct type of food, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I don't think you're supposed to give them honey and bread. I don't think it's good for them. So I think she's gone to a fair bit of trouble in getting some probably not not cheap bird food. I was tempted. So I walked over to the bin with this thing and I was trying to calculate what I would have to do to throw this sort of compressed seed lollipop Mm -hmm. stick up onto her balcony. And I'm... I was even I was going through my mind, you know, how the sort of how much force would be required to get it up there. And I started to do a swing and this Chinese guy was walking down the street and he looked at me. And I must have looked pretty weird. What were you wearing? Were you kind of shorts and a t-shirt, no shoes. Yeah. I'm swinging this kind of weird thing and I had to sort of pretend that I was doing something else. So <laughs> he's just standing there. <laughs> looking at me completely oblivious to the fact that there's a bird problem because it's nighttime and the birds are all asleep probably and there's this mad guy standing beneath the balcony about to lob something and it was pretty embarrassing i was caught out so i sort of stood at attention with the 
lollipop concealed on my left side down by my thigh and I kind of pretended to peripherally see that he was still there and then he, he walked away thank god and I then went inside and thought that was a pretty bad plan um but it has got so bad and I'll send you some photos Paul and yeah, okay. I think you'll appreciate the gravity of it's I'm not it's we might make light of this story but I defy any human to come out and see their car okay it's so bad on the car that it would be very, very dangerous to drive the car. In fact, you've got literally no vision outside the right hand, the driver's side, all the windows on the side and half the windscreen aside from... Now, <clears throat> so I took the photos and then Christine uh, wrote an email to the agents and Christine made it very clear and aware, made me aware if you ingest any, um, I mean, birds can give you terrible lung diseases. And Christine's, ironically, her job, she works for dust diseases yeah. in New South Wales as a, as a government body. And Christine said she regularly has people that are dying that have close contact, particularly with pigeons. Okay. And there's a disease called pigeon fancier's disease. Mm -hmm. Sounds, sounds, but it's true. So that's where we are. And when you see the photo, I think it'll crystallize what I'm talking about. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. So quite feasibly, within, within a few months, I believe we might have as many as, I hate to say this, I can't even, I think we could have, Three or four hundred birds up there. Well, this is from a New South Wales government website. I actually found an article on on this. Okay, mm. it's an article from the New South Wales government website entitled "How Can I Stop My Neighbour Feeding Birds?" Shall I read it to you? Yeah, great. Okay, most people fear birds out of a misguided desire to care for them. Feeding native birds is strongly discouraged, as it can lead to health problems or even death for the birds, and issues such as mess and noise for the neighbours. If the bird's presence is not an issue for you, so this bit doesn't apply to you, but I'll read it anyway, suggest to your neighbours they attract birds to their garden in other ways. Plant locally native shrubs to encourage nectar-feeding birds, or provide a sheltered bird bath or nest box safe from predators and pets rather than scattering food. You might also suggest that your neighbour go f*** themselves. No, sorry, I added that bit. Oh. You might also suggest that your neighbour become a volunteer wildlife rescuer to care for injured and orphaned birds. Right, so basically what they're saying is, hey, why don't you see if the neighbour actually cares about birds mm. in you know yeah. um if your neighbor won't agree to stop and you are affected by the presence of the birds your local national parks and wildlife service office can advise you on how to tackle this problem so dad i've got a phone number for you to call mm. and i want you rather than turning into the crazy man swinging a half-eaten seed <laughs> bell around at night in your shorts on the street as people go what are you doing it's the birds it's the birds there aren't any birds here are they <laughs> <laughs> so, oh I'm you're so it. funny paul I'm literally going to give you this phone number. I want you to call Thanks, them and just mate. feel Appreciate free to cut that. sick and just go, hey, this Paul, is getting... Paul, what does cut sick mean? Just go absolutely feral. I want you to just don't hold back. Don't okay. hold back. All right. But, I could always refer the officer to the podcast. Yeah. Listen, rather than me telling you, I want you to listen to this 25-minute screed in which I talk... No, I think what's best is you've got photos, you've got, mm. you know... Um, would, would you like to see? Shall I send you the photos? 
Yeah, send me one now. Then you can okay. get my reaction on the oh, on the show. Oh, great, cool. Yeah, I want to see how bad it is. <clears throat> All right, mm. so um, let's have a look here. Oh, Christine just sent me a text while we're doing this saying, please take drumsticks out of freezer. I'll marinate tonight. Ah, <laughs> you've been hunting the birds? Little, little drumsticks? Right, so I'll find the picture of this car. Oh, God, it's so bad. Oh, okay, here we go. I want your opinion. Sending now to Paul. Here is one photograph, mm-hmm. and I want you to zoom in on it. But also have a look at our balcony. That's the... Have a look at our balcony. It's it's appalling. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry, listeners. I need to take back anything I said about any possible mildness of the situation. It looks... It's... It's you can, fucked. You can barely see the windows. No, it's okay, disgusting. This is, it's That's very offensive. This, now, first of all, Dad, did this all ha- was this? How long has the car been parked there? Has it been parked there for, for no, a the week? Poor, the poor person came out a few days ago and tried to clean it. It was so depressing. Christine is of the opinion, as am I, that this lovely person doesn't want to make waves. They're quite happy for their really nice car to be shat on day and well, I was going to say day and night, but twice a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, until basically, if they left that car, I reckon for for six months, you actually wouldn't know. You'd you'd think it was a sculpture of a car, right? Okay, because it's fucked. But have a look at the strip of our balcony, Paul. Look at it. Yeah, that's our balcony, and it's yep. fucked. It's yep. offensive, and it's it's just shit. You know oh, what? Well, it is. I will post this photo on the Facebook page yes. just so people don't think you're. Cause here's the thing, Dad. The, the imagery that you are. I mean, it seemed pretty excessive, but now I'm looking at this, and that is that is depressing. Mm. That's really bad. Okay, okay. So you think the person's like, "I'll just clean it. I don't want to make a fuss." They did. But actually, we, we saw yeah. them come out and do it, and they did a. It was really, really tough, and they couldn't get all the shit off. Now that shit, by the way, is less than a week. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I think it's fair to say at this juncture, Paul, that I was not exaggerating. You have you talked to the landlord? We Christine has sent a very, very powerful email to the mag- managing agents. Have you not considered and calling? Look, calling who? Calling the people you're emailing. Oh, look, that's that's in Christine's. Christine has basically said that if something's not done about it, and she's pointed out all the, 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 the disease, you know, the filthy aspects of it mm. um, from a health perspective, but she's also brought in some pretty meaty... Um, you know, information from, from dust diseases because she yeah. knows what she's talking about. Okay. And, and we're just waiting to see if we if we get a response. They might be literally shitting themselves going, oh, fuck, what do we do now? But it's a really just, a, it's an unnecessary situation. What could help the situation, mm-hmm. and I've thought about this long and hard, is that simply she upstairs puts some sort of a, like a, like a metal or timber, um, like a trough mm-hmm. so that all the birds can just shit in the trough. Or alternatively, stop feeding the birds. Well, that too. Uh, I mean, but, seriously, sh- just yeah. just stop feeding them. I'm quite sure that this this podcast, this episode, will elicit certain responses from people. But I think it's I think it's important to at least post the the photograph of the car mm-hmm. uh, because it, um, it it does paint um, and sort of back up um, the, the the gravity of this. You know, and I and it's so weird. I mean. My dad, my problem is I think there is a certain psychological profile of a person who compulsively feeds birds 
you know, when there's when when it's in public, you know, it's in like a town square or a Piccadilly Circus or down some laneway or whatever. It's very different to when you're in an apartment block. And I'm sure lots of people have stories about this. And I'm sure some people are sitting there going, it's just birds. What's the problem? Mm. But you're inviting... I mean, I've lived near this and it drove us out of that place. Mm. I mean, it absolutely ruined our lives for a mm. prolonged period because mm. the per- it's not the birds' fault. We're not angry at the birds. We're angry at the person feeding the birds. I love the image of... You- <laughs> you've got noisy parties. You've got bird lady... I'm curious as to what the next thing's going to be, but they, they, these are the problems that you suffer from when you live in close con- in close quarters with other people. You know, mm-hmm. the only other option is to go and live in the middle of nowhere, and there are, there are associated perils with that as well. Well, one of the would be for me extreme boredom and yep, the boredom. inability to work, isolation, nothing to do. No, I completely agree. So I, you know, I mean, you know, we 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 have got a house in Thailand, mm-hmm. and Christine would happily go there and just read every day. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would. It would destroy me. Yes, I through, know. Bo- through boredom. Yeah, you don't have the psychological. Um... And nor do I want it. No, of course. I, I, I just, don't, I, I, I love my job. I love antiques, and my clients are in Sydney. Uh, the eight and a half million people that live here. That that they provide me with, you know, with my opportunities to work, and also I really, absolutely, love what I do. And I do it seven days a week, and it, it there's a zest for life. And I don't want to, I don't want to play fucking golf. Anyway, look, Paul, I've, I, some some exciting news is that when the podcast lands tomorrow morning, you will be up here in Sydney. Yes, I'll be in Sydney uh, interviewing some of the kids from Stranger Things for Junkie. I'm so, ex- Dad, I'm so nervous. Oh mm. my god, I, <sighs> I. I love the show, Stranger yeah. Things. Mm. Uh, FYI, everyone, not an ad for it. We're just chatting. Stranger Things on Netflix is it's stunning. Season four, it's it's next level. It's so good. It's so so brilliant. Written by yeah. the Duffer Brothers, cool name. And you're coming up to meet and interview three of the stars, which is super exciting. But more more exciting than that, Paul, is that Mum and I get to see you. Oh, bless you. No, seriously. And, and, yeah. and we're going to do something lovely for you tomorrow night and uh, in terms of eating food. And we're just going to sit and chill and see you. And, Paul, you'll get to see the scene of the, uh, of the poopy birds. Let's face it. The only thing more exciting than flying to Sydney to see my folks or to talk to the kids from Stranger Things is to look at a bunch of shit. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another very confusing Guano-riddled episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. We had a great time. We can't wait to see you soon. Uh, we'll, we'll be back on Tuesday with a regular episode of Loose Units. Make sure you head across to facebook.com forward slash Loose Units to see a photo Dad took, probably rubbing his hands together with glee at getting photographic evidence of the bird shit. We'll pop that up there so you can see how bad it is. And we'll see you soon for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.